Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. Do not adjust your pod sets. It's not Phil. He's away. I'm Benji Laniardo. And rather inexplicably today, I am your emergency host. And I think the best way to explain what on earth is happening here is to take you back to the December 2002 when Freddie Canute strained his groin. Then De Canio picked up an injury and West Ham's forward line was a complete crisis. But suddenly there he was called upon to lead the line at the last minute, looking only slightly less surprised than the rest of Upton Park at the time. It was Ian Pearce, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, today I am the Ian Pearce of Stop Hammer Time, thrust into the forward line, very confused, but just like Pearcey, I'm going to give him my best shot, God damn it. Excellent. And golly, do I have some backup. First of all, we've got one regular. It's the most dangerous man on Stop Hammer Time. Please welcome Jim Grant. Hello. Good evening, good evening. Very good to see you. And um, I'm delighted to reveal that today... It's actually a first in the history of Stop Hammer Time because it's the first time that we've had someone on the show who is more mystery than human. On the pod today, we have a myth, a movement, an apparition, a concept, a transfer whisper on the breeze. It's XWHU employee. Welcome to the show, X. Thank you for having me, mate. Very good to see you. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with X, here's some of the other names he's sometimes referred to. We can't swear. Sky sources believe. The sun can reveal. The BBC understands because I don't think there has been a single transfer in or out of West Ham over the last five years that X hasn't known about first and has shared with his Twitter tribe and on the westhamway.co.uk. It's brilliant to have you on. And it means I can now ask you the question that everybody who knows you wants to know the answer to. Are you having an affair with Manuel Pellegrini? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I'm his type. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we haven't been able to get to the bottom of that. Um, and alongside X is someone who is definitely more man than mystery. Now, I need us to do something here. I'm holding in my hand a pencil. I'm going to pass it to Jim. Jim, I want you to pass it to X. And X... I want you to pass it to Chris Akabusi yeah. on the edge. Yeah. 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 Y
<laughs> yes, we are, we are delighted to have the wonderful Chris Akabusi back on the pod. And if you're not familiar with Chris, first of all, you need to have a long, hard look at yourself. But after you've done that, go to Wikipedia, for God's sake, and look at this man's record. A triple Olympic medalist, a Commonwealth champion, a triple uh, European champion... And for a moment in 1991, it is no exaggeration to say that this man reached Ben Stokes' levels of adulation in this country when he anchored the British 4x400 team to gold in the World Championships, all of which begs the question, Chris, with a personal brand like yours, you're a national treasure... Why on earth have you decided to ruin it all by supporting West Ham? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have it all. You can't have it all. Everyone needs a little bit of a low time, you know what I'm saying? But we're in the good time now, so let's stop that business. We are the mighty West Ham. I love it. And I'm just thinking already about you, Ian Pierce. You've got something to step up for. Because he was magnificent that he season. Scored, he scored against Spurs. He scored against Spurs. Now, very, very quickly, just quickly. I want to tell you about the Matchpoint app, which is a sports pub finder. If you want to know which pub is showing the match that you want to watch, Matchpoint will tell you. I've actually used it. It's a good app. It'll show you local pubs. They're also giving our listeners free Budweiser. Just make score predictions this week on the televised Premier League games in the Hammer League. And your, or the next week after that, uh, your correct predictions will win you Budweiser's. Uh, t- uh, top the Stop Hammer Time League and you can win the monthly prizes like Premier League match tickets, shirts, bar tab and much more. Head to the App Store and search Matchpoint or head to matchpoint.co.uk forward slash app and use the code HAMMER to join the league. Now, yes, it is an honour to have Chris here. And I'll tell you what, do you know what else was an honour? Watching our bloody football team completely outclass Norwich at the weekend. It was only 2-0, but I can't recall a more dominant performance in recent years. It was fantastic. Second half particularly. It was fantastic. I thought, actually, we started slowly. Uh, I thought that, you know, that we, we, Norwich had a lot of the ball first quarter of an hour. And I thought, oh dear, you know, we have we not come out of the traps again. But gradually we just took control of that game. And some of the, some of the movement, some of the first time passing, some of the little flicks, some of the interplay with that front four. Absolutely There is something really, happening really at West Ham. X, you, you know the club well. What's the feeling from within the club about that game, about, about, about the performance? I think everyone's buzzing like we are as fans. I mean, I would describe it as sexual football. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was... Marvin Gaye, <laughs> sexual healing at West Ham. <laughs> I, I think it was exactly that. It was just beautiful to watch. As you say, the second half, especially, you know, Anderson, Lanzini, the, the creativity and the flicks, the skills that they were bringing. Allaire looks like he can lead the line and be the forward that we've been yeah. needing for many years now and I think when you look across the starting 11 that was on um, Saturday it just looks and feels right every player seems like they they fit that position now and looking at the fixtures going forward I, I think this could be the start of a, we got a, a run. very good run yeah Chris you were there what's yeah. the difference what, what, there, there's something seems to have clicked compared to what we had last year what do you reckon well, first of all, quality. We, we, just quality, as you, as you were saying. You, Anderson, Lanzini, Haller. I mean, it, like even Mac, 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 Masuaga, King Arthur, uh, looked absolutely immense. And what, what I'm seeing now is because you've got so many technical players, the, the opposition can't stop one or two because someone else pops up somewhere, yeah. somewhere else. It was absolutely magnificent. And actually, even when we started off, yes, Norwich had a lot of the ball, but you didn't ever feel... We were going to falter. Mm. I mean, that, that was the thing for me. Someone like Norwich is a massive banana skin for West Ham. Absolutely right. And I've seen that sort of team come over, you know, and, and really work hard, and we didn't match them. But our flair players matched them. Yet, talk about Anderson's skill. Talk about his work rate. I yeah. mean, he 
absolutely worked so hard. It was unbelievable. And like just an everyday fan, I, I was off my seat, loving it each and every minute. And of course, another guy who's got a little bit of hammering, Noble. People said Absolutely. his legs are gone. Yeah. No oh, legs no gone today, there, fella. I think that no. for, this is, I think now, the probably 10th season in a row where I started the season thinking, this is the year that we leave Mark Noble behind. And it's the 10th year in a row that I've been completely wrong. Him coming back into the side just makes us tick. He has the passion, he has the leadership, but he's also technically gifted. Yeah. He's a much, you know, he's a really, really good passer of the ball. He he works well with those more technically uh, uh, gifted players. So you know he 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 he's the he's the connection, isn't he, between the kind of you know the passion, the commitment that you want from a West Ham team, and the kind of silky skills and stuff. He's and got I, he's got it. He's got both aspects to his game. I think a lot of people as well don't um, underestimate the contribution he makes in his position. You know, he his position is so vital. At times, he won't be doing the runs and the skills of Anderson because that's not what his role mm-hmm. is. His role is to put pressure on the opposition when they're attacking, break the play up look for space, play a good ball and get our attacks um, started. And I think he does that brilliantly. And I think he's got to be one of the most underrated players, not just in West Ham's history, but in Premier League history as well. And X, you've got dozens of sources within the club. You're often hearing little stories about how Noble does things across the board. Yeah. Lanzini recently said how you know he can call up Noble whenever he's got a question about anything. What other kind of contributions is he making behind the scenes? It's exactly what you've just said there. I mean, I know the young players, he's got a lot of time for them. You know, Declan Rice, for example. If you listen to any interview Declan does, he says how Noble's nurtured him and talks him through his game and so on. He's also, you know... I've told the story on our podcast, so I can say it here. When things aren't going well at the club, you know, when players aren't putting their weight, when they're not performing, he's the first to get in their face and say, this is West Ham. Look at the fans we've got. Look at the history they've got. It's an honour to play for this club. You need to raise your game. And he is basically a fan that is playing yeah. for the club. And yeah. I think it's such a privilege for us to have a player that's been so loyal, but is one of us representing us in the changing room. And I think people just need to understand his role, not just on the pitch at West Ham, but off the pitch is so huge. He is such a vital Yeah, part. I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but but quite often when I've, when I've you know, gone to away games and, 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 and gone to a pub and have a, had a drink with one or two opposition fans, time and again, they'll say, God, wish we had Noble. Yeah. No, well, Noble <laughs> ran that game. He's your best player. And, and I think in some ways he's one of those players that almost fans of other clubs recognise and, and appreciate almost more than, than our own fans yeah. do at times. And, and it's no coincidence that since he's been at West Ham, how many managers have we had in his time? Six, seven, I don't know the actual figure, but every single one from Pellegrini to Avran Grant to Zola to um, Pardew. And and pick, yeah, exactly. Yeah, picked pick him. him in the team. Pick Isn't him. he the longest serving Premier League player now as well? I like think he, so. No, no, no other player there. has been at their club for I longer than... So Speroni was, I think he left Palace yeah, in the summer, now. didn't he? So yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Uh, and also, let's talk about Alaire. I, I sort of had a moment of clarity this morning when I thought, do you know, do you know what? He tells the story of where we are as a club right now because when we signed Chicharito, and we'll talk about him in a second because he's left the club today, he was a player on the way down. When we signed Arnautovic, it felt like we were signing a player at his peak. It feels like with Alaire, we've got someone who's on his way up. He's, a fan, he's fantastic, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know whether he's on his way up, but what I love about uh, uh, Alaire is that we've got a centre-forward 
who knows where the goal is and likes to be in the box. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah. never speak bad about people. You know, Carroll's been and gone. But the amount of times I was frustrated because Carroll was nowhere near the box. He was trying to be a midfielder, trying to be a left winger, trying to do some flicks and touches on the right wing. But, I mean, Hilaire, he knows where the box is. He loves it in the box. Um, so the boys know where he is. And he's also able to turn, play with his back to goal, Absolutely. in front of the goal. He's yeah. also able to go receive the ball, set up, set up the game. It's fantastic to see a number nine. I'm hoping he's going to get the number nine. <laughs> <laughs> but to see a number nine in West Ham doing the number nine job. I mean, it's, I mean, it's the first time I've seen him live and I was drooling. I was spitting, I was laughing, I was doing everything just because I was, it was so entertaining and so vital to see a West Ham player up front who knows what his job is. Absolutely right. Yeah. And, he, and he does a bit of everything. Uh, oh yeah, he's, he, he looks a complete centre forward. And he's a bully. Uh, he's a bully. He's got swagger, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. struts, yeah, 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 he's yeah, got yeah. confidence, he's got that strut that Arnautovic had. Um, but he's got... Without I, being I, a prick. I, yeah, without <laughs> yeah. being a prick. Well, of course, what he's got, that and Anatovic was a terrific player, but what he's got that Anatovic didn't have was a, was a goal scorer's instincts, a kind yeah. of sniffer's instinct. It, all three goals he scored for has been inside about four yards yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the goal, particularly the, um, the second goal, at, um, the second team goal uh, against Watford, was the kind of goal I think, well, we, that's the kind of goal we need to be scoring. Yeah. You look at Man City, half their goals are like that, aren't they? Yeah. Get, get, knock it round, get round the back, look up, Cut back, timed run. Yeah. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Tap in, and you know those those kinds of. We've been scoring some wonderful goals, mm-hmm. but it's taken effort to to get into those positions. We want to score those almost like simple goals, if you like. Uh, we haven't done for a long time. No, we haven't. On, on Altovich used to roam around. You know, he's very good at it. But yeah, this is a, as, as Chris said, a proper centre forward. But let me introduce a little bit of catastrophe complex now because today we lost our erstwhile number nine. Antonio is out for a couple of months. We saw a Letty against, um, who was it? In, we were Newport. playing Newport, against Newport. Yeah. Didn't pull mm. up any trees. Well, none of them are we, did, though, Are did we they? a little bit light there in centre-forward now? X, I wanted to ask you, like, is there a shortlist? Are they looking to get someone in January? What's the, what, what's the story? I think they'll sign someone in January, but not until then, because the only players we can sign now, if we wanted to, are free agents. And when you look around, there's no good free agents out there at the moment, because if they were good, they'd have been snapped up by now. Um, so I think we're going to have to hold on till January. So we're going to have to across every part of our body that no, nothing no one gets injured because you know what it's like being a West Ham yeah. fan there's an injury crisis round the corner without means to put a negative on the current situation so we've just got to pray that Alaire and uh, Jetty and um, uh, yeah and Antonio gets back quickly what um, about and, and I mean I maybe Yarmolenko could go through no, the middle no, no no chance no 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 I mean, no, no. I mean until he scored a goal Yarmolenko was our worst player on the pitch. I agree. So, so, and, and that's that's put negative, but because in the end he did he did very very well, and he's come back from injury. What I would say, the good thing about the situation at the moment is Antonio is out, which means he's we've got him to come back. Yeah. And so, so Haller looks to me like a, a guy who's a big strong lad. He's, he's very very young. He's yeah, robust. So he's not he's not brittle. He's not Andy Carroll. Yeah. He's not made of glass. Yeah. He's a big strong lad who will get his knocks because that's the way he plays. Do you know what? We've been traumatised by having a big <laughs> centre forward <laughs> in, in, in Andy Carroll. We just assume <laughs> a big number nine is going to get injured yeah. in the next yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, I, I mean, Aletti is, is out of lunch. We've got to see him and maybe he needs a little bit of time. Just like Fornells, needs a bit of time to get into the, yeah. into the game. So, rather than being negative, what I'm thinking is Antonio being out is our lucky style saying... You're going to need him as a centre-back, not as a winger. And so, did I say centre-back? 
I didn't know. Shut up, see. I've got already. You're I'm drunk, drunk on West Ham. Exactly. I'm drunk on West Ham already. That you're going to need him as a, as a backup centre forward. So actually, ease him out a little bit. He's going to be out for six weeks, eight weeks. Allaire will do all the business. And when he's flagging, because Pellegrini does a rotational business, when he's flagging a little bit, he'll sit down and turn your step up. I'm absolutely buzzing. And if X, because X is the man, X is right next to the people in the house. If he's saying in January, we can get somebody worth buying, that's fantastic. Another question. X, I'm holding you to that big guy. I'm holding you to that big guy. They want to see it. We're coming to you. If we don't get anyone good. Another question. Another question. Another player that would be part of that rotation if he was in there now is Grady Dean Garner, who's got off to an absolute fly yeah. West Brom. Is it? Three goals in four games, yeah, is yeah. it? So, yeah. And so, are they going to bring him back in January? Um, I wouldn't think so, no. I think he'll stay there for the year. I mean, first of all, out of respect to Billich and Julian Dix who have taken him there, and also he's doing so well there. I, if I was Grady, I wouldn't want to come back. I want to have that year, smash it at West Brom, as, as he seems to be doing, and then fight for his place next season. And if I was Pellegrini, I wouldn't want him back either. Yeah. You want that guy doing what he's doing at West Brom. Mm. And actually, for me, because Grady did well for us, but not brilliant, yeah. Yeah. What that tells me is the difference in level between the championship and Premier yeah. League. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because what he's doing now, I mean, did you see that? Yeah, goal? it's amazing finish. I mean, sure. uh, absolutely. Yeah. And that sort of stuff you want him to do on a regular basis down there, so that when he comes back, he doesn't feel overawed, he's ready to take his place mm-hmm. for West Ham. Mm-hmm. And, and actually, that's exactly what a low moves for, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Have a full season, starting every game and doing as much as he possibly can. Yeah. Um, just going back to, to Chicharito for a moment, it is, you know, today is the day that Chicharito left West Ham. Yes. And I still remember just how excited I was when he joined yeah, us. And it, it's notable, I was looking at his stats today, I think he's got something like uh, 16 goals in 55 appearances for West Ham, um, which is, you know, it's not, ter- it's not terrible. It is the least prolific goal-scoring period of his career at any club. And, and it kind of maybe vindicates a lot of people's suspicions when he joined that First of all, he's a player maybe on his way down, and also that he's a rich man's striker. You put him in a good team, he's going to get plenty of goals. Put him in a club where you're relying on him, he's not going to deliver as much as you'd like. I'm interested to know, what do you think, how will he be remembered? How do you think Chicharito will be remembered at West Ham? Um, I think, I think, I hope he's remembered relatively fondly, but, but with some recognition that he, we, we bought him because we could buy him. And not because uh, you know I think I, I think I think things have moved on in terms of the transfer policy and it's and it's better now than it was, mm. and I thought you know he was available wasn't he and we had the money to to get him and he was a bit of a marquee he was a name, um, but you know we needed someone who could in that system can lead the line and he, that's not his game really, nah. is it? he really struggles when he's on you know away at Brighton we might as well have been playing with ten men for most of that game yeah. to be <laughs> he just struggled to get involved. Um, however, he scored. You know, I've, I, I, you say sixteen and fifty-five appearances, but minute, minutes on the pitch, yeah, probably, probably right those now. stats look yeah. a bit, probably a bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he popped up with some very, very important late goals. Uh, the equaliser at Chelsea, I will remember very fondly. Um, you know, he, he, he had some class finishes. There was one against Crystal Palace, absolutely brilliant. It was the outside of his foot. That's right. Quite yeah. early on, class finish. You know, he had. You, you saw that in him from time to time. Um, but I don't think we saw enough of it, really. Yeah, I th- Jim, I, I, I think you, I mean, he's been asked to play a role that's not his role. So. Yeah. And, um, you know, if, again, uh, Carol, if Carroll had been the striker we thought he was, and then you had Hernandez off of him, I think we'd have got a lot more goals off Hernandez. Oh, sure. You know, Fox in the box, off, off the banjo, off the backside, off the backside yeah. and stuff. Unfortunately, we're asking him to play the big man role, and he just was never, and he never looked comfortable. He ran really funny. He just, you know, so I would say to him, He's done fair for us, 
you know, playing the role that we asked him to play. Yeah. And yeah. he scored some very important goals, as, as you said. And, you know, 1.5 1 is actually not a bad ratio for a striker. And I think it would have done a lot better if we'd had the right... And yeah. the, the truth is, the way Premier League teams play with one up front, which the vast majority of teams do now, that one up front is usually a big bloke. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't got the physique. For that one up front, he's too, he's too little. He has, he's not robust enough against six foot four big yeah. defenders that are going into him late on purpose. And they know he hasn't maybe got perhaps the mental strength as well yeah. when people are kicking him around. I think the odd time when he played well was when the likes of Lanzini and Anderson were playing through balls to him and he could finish them. I think his stats are that he hasn't scored a goal outside the mm. box in the whole in of the his time whole in career. Premier, in his whole career, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So unless we were putting the right ball into the box for him, he wasn't getting that service. And I often found when we had Carroll and Hernandez and maybe when we used to rotate between them, when we had Carroll, the obvious cross is in the air, we'd put it on the floor and when we had Hernandez yeah, yeah. the other way round and it was so frustrating and I think unfortunately West Ham and our style of football just wasn't the club for him and what it means of course is there is 145 grand a week off our wage bill and what I wanted to ask you X is that was that already sort of priced in when they when they bought Alaire? Have we now got 150 grand a week to spend to give to a player? We've now got that to give to a player because they gave um, Hernandez the number nine shirt. Yeah. With the thought what was that, that all be, about? Well, they thought that he'd give him like that moral boost and that he'd be there till but at the end of the season. And then they still had a two year option to renew his deal, even though his contract was up in the summer. They could have triggered an additional two years. But the thing for me that I think is really good for us in terms of that is that I think at times West Ham players looked at Hernandez's contract saw that you know he was earning three four times the amount they were for sitting on the bench and not doing anything you got someone like take Declan Rice for example first name on the team she hammer of the year runner up two years in a row massive player for us plays for England he's earning per week three four times less than a guy sat on the bench what is the on Declan like? I'd, 40, I'd guess around 35 I don't okay. like to say exact figures but I'll, I'll approximate at 35 um, and he I'm not saying Declan particularly because Declan's a very humble person but looking at other players they must like, I know it happened a bit with Anatovic he was looking at Hernandez thinking well I'm the star man I'm the forward yet this fella's getting that much more than me and then you think about in your own professions if you're doing a, a job um, and you're doing better than your co-worker yeah, he's getting four times the amount you are it does breathe do you know what I'm worried about this is more West Ham catastrophe complex but if we are not catastrophists as West Ham fans then what I was listening on the radio last night to um, Simon Jordan the ex-Palace owner yeah. mm-hmm. he was talking about when Wayne Routledge a young Wayne Routledge got called into the England squad and he came back with um, Paul Stretford as his agent because someone else on the squad had told him who's this joker that you're with get with this bloke and he, and he immediately said, oh, I'm going to get you a move to Spurs, which, of course, he eventually did. Every time Declan now goes off to the England squad, sure. I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried. You know, so... so well, and it will happen. Of course it will happen. Yeah. So, so, again, what, what, what does the season hold for Declan Rice now? Is, I, I, I know this is a, a drab note, but should we treasure the, this, this time with Declan because it's going to come to an end soon? What do you think, Chris? Well, again, at the weekend against Norwich, by his own very high standards... He wasn't quite there. Not, not, not that he had a bad game. He had a, a very good game. But his very own high standards, he wasn't quite there. And that, I think, is because Noble was there. Correct, yeah, and I agree. And you saw, you know, the game wasn't a Declan sort of game. Yeah. So he, he, needs to be playing, he needs to be playing like an Arsenal or a Spurs. Yeah. So that's him, yeah. I, I'm hoping that that sort of game makes you realise, actually, I'm with brilliant players. Anderson is brilliant. Lanzini is brilliant. Allaire is brilliant. You know, these are brilliant players. And I'm hoping 
that when he gets a fleas in his ear, which he will he get, will. he will, will realise, I'd rather be at West Ham and be the first name on the sheet and play every day with these great players who are going to bring me along. I'm playing for England because I've been playing for West Ham than go to Man United or wherever it is and be sitting on benches and, and, and not quite getting what he's getting at us. So many careers have gone, have gone West with players doing that, haven't they? So you, yeah. can, you can list the players who've, who, whose careers went downhill because they went and ended up, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Sidwell or yeah. to mind. He was on the way up, wasn't he? Sean Wright Phillips. Uh, yeah. Wright Phillips. The guy who um, less than even, with even, I mean, Delph, yeah, really, as well. Possibly. Drink water. Yeah, yeah drink water. Yeah. Where's he now? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, yeah, I think you're right. I think I hope he gets good advice and I hope he's got, he's got his head screwed on because we, you know... I, I think we desperately need to get a few. And we incentivize him. Hopefully, no, he recognizes that he gets, you know, he's, he's going to be on the ladder. It's, you know, I mean, actually been brilliant. You know, just getting your insights is just absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, but, you know, that incentivize him. You know, there's another 15K. On, Why on wouldn't your they wages. put him on that now? Why wouldn't they just bump him up well, to 60, that's 70 that's what, right now? I mean, I think initially with Declan, the club were cautious about what they did with Reese Oxford. You know, Reese Oxford had, what, two, three good games and then got a contract yeah. of 20 grand a week and then his career. It just pretty much fell apart and it went to his head and you know I mean I don't want to say too much mm-hmm. about Reese. it's not fair on a young lad but it did go to his head and mm. I've heard stories where it clearly was so with Declan they're trying to manage it a bit more cautiously so it mm. doesn't get to that point um, but you're right I mean De- as I say I think Declan's very humble but when he's thinking he's one of the lowest paid members in that mm. squad and when he goes to mm. England mm. as you've said yeah. and, and all of his teammates are earning more than double three times what he's getting yeah. it's got to play on your mind a bit Talking, talking of high earners, Wilshire, he wasn't even in the squad, was he? Is he injured? No, no. they're managing no. his injuries. No, 100%. And it's yeah. just, it, it, again, I think that is brilliant. This is what I'm loving about West Ham. We're managing Wilshire. You know, mm. there's no point having a player like Wilshire if he doesn't play, you know, two thirds of the game. Oh, of, sorry, of the season. So I, I'm hoping what we're looking at is a guy who's going to play 15. 20 games, you know, cup, league, whatever it is. And we're managing for the right games. You don't, you, you don't need Anderson. Because, uh, sorry, we're talking about Wilson. But did you see Anderson, how upset he was when he came off? I'm loving that. Yeah, That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving that. Anderson I, was upset coming I, I, off. I'd like to come back to him because I thought it was his best game in a West Ham shirt yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. I thought, I thought the way... Sometimes, I think, in the, in, in his, in the first season... He, he was a, sometimes a bit reluctant to directly take people on. And the way he was, he had that yeah. right back, that number two, I forget what his name was, absolutely on toast, didn't yeah. he? Absolutely Aaron. slaughtered him, didn't he? When, slaughtered him. When he first came to the club, I, I was quite critical of him. I didn't think he worked hard enough for a winger. Mm. And I know he's a flair player, and often, often you give them a bit of uh, leeway with working back. But I know Pellegrini spoke to him and did say, look, you have to... You're at West Ham, mate. You're at West Ham, you've got to work hard. <laughs> <clears throat> and on my... On our podcast, I made an early season prediction that I think he'll be, and it's easy to say now on the back of that performance, but I think he'll be hammer of the year at the end of the season because of he's now had that season I, in the Premier yeah, League. I thought he's had the yeah. pre-season, and he's what West Ham fans like. It, it does. It, I do sometimes worry against better side, against better teams having. Uh, Anderson with Masuaki behind him. I mean, you know, if, if I'm a better team than West Ham, I'm saying attack down that side. Mm-hmm. However, I think that with with Anderson, you've just got a. He's he's a. He's an upgrade on the kind of players we used to sign. Yeah. And he's so, he's so skillful, he's so attacking, he's so innovative going forward that you just kind of leave him to it. And I love this quote from Pellegrini after the game, because again, it sums up a team with Anderson in it. When you score a goal, you don't come back to the edge of your box to defend. 
And that is exactly what West Ham have done for years and years and years, whether it's, you know, yeah. Kerbishly, uh, Allardyce, obviously. It's this idea that we've got some weapons in our team. Yeah. If you score a goal, the next thing you do is go and try and score the second. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, something you said about Anderson and, and, and Masuaku. Now, you're right, so we've got all this attacking flair. Mm. You said, you know, we can, you know, get, get one goal, get in that second one. The not, the, where, where was it? When Allardyce, we went one, was it Norwich? We went one like, at home. And then, and then we, 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 we parked the bus at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to see that again. But, but, but the fact is, we, we, earlier when we talked about Declan Rice, this is where Declan Rice steps up. You, you've seen at times when all of a sudden Diop goes up, boom, Declan Rice has gone in defence. And so Declan Rice's job is, if it's a bit dodgy down our left, you've got to cover that, son. You, you, you've got to cover that. You know, you are our Mr. Utility, Mr. All-Round Defensive capability. And, and, no, and Noble will plug the gap that you leave in 100%. midfield. 100%. And this, going back to what we were talking about at Wilshire, this is why I've yeah. kind of given up on him. I, I hate to Wilshire. say it. Yeah, I have. Because I, I just don't... I think the only person he can replace, really, in that team is Lanzini. And Lanzini ain't going nowhere. He's, no. he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the team has changed since Noble came into it because it's got much more balance. Mm. I just, and I kind of feel a little bit sorry for Fornells as well because the team that we played against Norwich, I think that's our strongest 11. Yeah. And, and I think that I don't see how well uh, uh, Wilshire or Lanzini get into that. Maybe off no, the bench. No, 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 Lanzini gets into well, it. You, it's mean, a, you mean Fornells. Sorry, it's yeah. correct. Yeah. Fornells yeah, 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 and Wilshire. Yeah, yeah. But, but they will, will not because, because the fact is, see, yeah. A, we get injuries, but B, it's not all about today, it's also about tomorrow. So Fornells is not just about 1919, 1919, Sorry, guys. I'm just too, I'm, I'm drunk. You're reliving. You're, you're reliving your career. It's gone to your head, mate. I'm now eight years yeah. old. You're, if, you're, if you're drunk, you know, it's an eloquent drunk person. Yeah. But yeah, we are talking 2020, 2021. So for now, so and we are. I do see Wilshire has got a role, and it, we need to keep him fit. And okay, he didn't play against Norwich, but I could see Wilshire against Norwich's. Because you've got to give guys yeah, rest. Yeah. Otherwise, you do get hammy, mm-hmm. hammy injuries. So, uh, and in fair to Wilshire, he played on Tuesday against yeah, Newport, did, and he yeah. was man of the match. So, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You have to, I think with someone like him, you know he is injury-prone. You know his hamstrings or whatever, yeah. his ankle, are prone to go at any moment. And he's too brave. He's yeah. too brave. Yeah. And when he, on his day, I mean, he's been an England international. He's played for Arsenal in the Champions League. He's clearly got the pedigree. What's, he, what's he like around the club? What, what kind of um, guy is popular. he? Popular. I mean, I think they all joke about how rich he is because he's been uh, earning this sort of money <laughs> since he's about 18 and stuff so I mean there's that kind of banter but he's very very popular and for, and for me I would have him if Noble's not playing he would be my choice of captain now people do what you've just done there and I'm not that sure face. Yeah. but for me he's got the experience he's got the leadership quality he's in the centre of the part which I like for a captain and, and a lot of the players respect him now obviously the downside is he's not going to play every week but if he could play every week he's I almost too offensive I yeah, find I, to I, replace Place Noble. I he goes forward too much, whereas Noble at least knows how to uh, sit. Yeah, no, I don't think we saw that at Brighton. It just wasn't in that game, uh, in playing in that position. I, I, I just, I think, I think it's a make or break season for him. And I, I agree with you. I, I like the way the, the, the club are, are managing, you know, giving him time, you know, easing him back in. And I also like the way Fornals is being introduced mm, steadily to the team, getting game time. He's played in every game, Fornals, mm. at some point. Um, and you know he is your utility attacking player because he can play wide. He can play the number ten role. Yep. You know clearly he's been brought in just to give us you know good backup in yep. that in that attacking uh, area. I think Wilshire, you're absolutely right. He's he is essentially Lanzini's understudy now. I don't think he can be Noble's understudy. I don't think he's got the legs to play that role. 
I don't think he's got. He he he, he is I'm the player. No, is he plays looking forward, not backwards. Well, I'm saying Noble's understudy as captain, not necessarily. Uh, he's okay, right. that's the fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, when Noble's out, you don't know who the captain is. Maybe it is Wilshire. Maybe well, that, it is that's Wilshire. what I think it should be yeah. because if you look around, they've given it to Cresswell. I don't Ogbonna. There's no one really that Zabaleta you could, but then he's not playing all the time. But it, it, it's a difficult. It is a, a difficult, it's difficult because Noble has shown us over the years just how important captaincy is. Yeah, yeah. and so when he, I, I always feel that when he's not on the pitch we're lacking that leadership that structure you know anyway I agree and I'd say the same about think about Anderson that you said I was I was really delighted to see the reaction to him being subbed that was so good because actually he's a slightly sort of quiet undemonstrative it's almost like introverted character isn't he he doesn't he doesn't dispose you know when he missed that chance early on you know he just kind of sort of shrugged didn't he say you know and Altovich would have been beating the turf with his fist Decanio would have been headbutting the post (laughs) if he missed that and I I think um, you know you don't sense that there are a lot of natural leaders in, in the team Lanzini's not not, he's no, a no, great no, player, no. but he's not a natural leader. So I, I agree. Wilshire's got that, got that spark about him yeah, as a personality. I mean, it's, quite, well. it's, it's clear that something, if we keep him, Diop will be. Yeah, yeah. Declan. We've got to hang so, on to yeah. him, haven't we? And Declan as well. And Declan, yeah, 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 100%. 100%, 100% yeah. Yeah. The, the worry with Declan is that he gives the arm back. How long is he there for? Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to take a short break, break and we'll be back shortly. Uh, as mentioned, it's the, um, it's the end of the European transfer window today. It's also the end of the loan window for, for the EFL. And we, um, we sent out this kid, Alessi. Uh, Alessi, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pronouncing it right, to Accrington today. X, tell us about him. Is he highly rated? Yeah, well, he's just been called up into the England. Um, I'll get it right. I think it's the England under-21s. Um, and he is highly rated. Slavin Bilic uh, contacted the club and was looking for loan players. Obviously, he got Dean Garner, but he was also someone that Slav inquired about now. Bilic was obviously there, what, two years ago, so you'd have seen him as a 16-year-old, okay. would have obviously known he's got talent. He is one of those players that is highly rated. He's, he's in a similar, I guess, mode to like Diop. You know, he's, he's big, he's powerful, he's got pace, um, and I think he just needs to get a bit of experience. Accrington, I don't know much about them. I think they're League One side, aren't they? So I think he... You'd hope will, he starts. Pardon? You'd hope he starts. Yeah, you'd right. hope he starts, yeah. I mean, I say I don't know much about them. Who are they? Who are they? I miss them. <laughs> Missed the obvious joke there, didn't I? But uh, yeah, I, I, um, I think he's one that is highly raced. I mean, that's what's exciting about West Ham at the moment. If you include him, you include Ben Johnson, you include um, obviously Declan Rice, you include Nathan Holland, uh, you look at Connor Coventry, there's five players. That Why didn't any others go out? All right, Dan Kemp. They... Uh, Dan Kemp was, this is a bit of an exclusive for the show here, he was meant to be going to Aldershot. They had a deal set up for him, but he wasn't keen to go because that's a drop to conference level, which right. perhaps was too much. He was meant to be going to Holland as well. Yeah, that, I saw that. That fell through as well. But the club actually said today they want Johnson, Holland, and Coventry to stay so that they can put pressure on the um, okay. first team. And obviously mm. with Oxford in mind. Who, who are the? Who are the? Who's the one? Out of that lot, like they all knew that Declan Rice was the one yeah. for a few years. Who's the one out of that lot? For me, it's between Coventry and Holland, and but they're obviously different players. Nathan Holland's a very quick, tricky winger with a lot of skill. Came through Everton's academy, oh, has yeah. played for England uh, um, at younger levels, scored some great goals for the under twenty threes. Connor Coventry is an a Republic of Ireland under twenty one international. He's more in the kind of Declan Rice mode. Um, so they're the two that I'd keep my eye on. And there's 
someone as well called Amadou Diallo, who is, uh, I think he's 16 now. Um, he is meant to be phenomenal. Uh, his contract was up uh, recently, and Bayern Munich, and I'm not joking here, Bayern Munich, Barcelona, and a top team in France, I can't remember which one, were also were looking to try and take him away from the club, and right. we managed to hold on to him. So here's one. Okay, interesting. And, and do you think that... Is, how willing is Pellegrini to blood these players? Because uh, I, I, I got against... Um, I've forgotten it again. Was it Newport? Newport yeah. I wanted to see more. I wanted to see a few more. Because I still haven't quite got the measure of Coventry, if he's any good or not. Yeah. I wanted this to get through. That's yeah. in <laughs> I, I, I don't tough, think he tough place to go. Fair I'm enough. glad he picked a decent, strong enough team to get there. They didn't play very well on the night and, and could have conceded a couple. So... Um, I thought it was good that we that we took that game seriously, to be honest. Talking of the Carabao Cup, let's just take a bit of a zoom out now. Because um, we've we got X here and he's got his finger very close to the various pulses of West Ham. <laughs> um, Lincoln performed well again. Is it the Cowley brothers that are yes, at Lincoln? Yeah. Apparently they are West Ham fans, is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. Well, so, Cowley, yeah. Yeah, is they, there, because Pellegrini's not going to be there forever. Are they, are they kind of keeping tabs on the Cowleys? I think so. I mean, their career, they started, I think, at Concord Rangers. Is that their names? Then they went to Braintree, then Lincoln. And they were actually school teachers. They're brothers. They're school teachers. Um, and they just made their way up through the amateur leagues. They've now got Lincoln second in League One. Uh, there are, they are on the radar. Another ex-West Ham uh, player that's doing well in management is Lee Boyer as well. Yeah. You know, he's got Charlton from League One to, I think they're second in the championship as well. They are at so the moment, a, yeah. Yeah, so there's a couple of ex-West Ham or connected West Ham people that would be on the radar. I mean, Pellegrini's what, mid to late 60s now, isn't he? So he's he not, looks older than he is, yeah, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So he's not going to be around forever. So I think these people mm. are probably on the radar for future years, definitely. Good to know. Um, before we move on, anything else from the game that you wanted to particularly talk about? Um, or should we, should, we, should we crack on and talk, and talk about Villa? Let's think about, yeah, let's look ahead. Let's okay, look just, just before we move on to talking about the next match, a brief message from our other sponsor, pickfair.com. Uh, are you a photographer, a buddying hobbyist with a DSLR, an Instagrammer who thinks your images are cut above the rest? Pickfair.com is the all-in-one platform for selling your images as downloads and prints. Sign up today and start selling your images on your own personal store and on a global, uh, to a global audience through the Pickfair marketplace, all for free. But if you want to upgrade your store for more customization options, sign up to Pickfair Plus and enter Welcome20 for a 20% discount on an annual or monthly subscription. And also, the founder of Pickfair is incredibly handsome. That's, how did that get? That's really. I don't understand. That is, that is, that is really, really weird. Um, well, I, hope, I hope the rest of the ad was true. Yeah. <laughs> you little. Um, right, let's talk about Villa. Villa away, quite fun. Back at Villa Park. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, it is. It's a good place to go, isn't it? It's a good, it's a proper, proper Premier League ground. It's a good place to go. Yeah. Well, again, as I was saying, you know, with the um, Norwich game, that's another game where. Typically, in the past, it's a banana skin. You know, West End, we go and we do very well against big clubs. Oh, right. And then, Aston Villa's a big club, so before I get slaughtered. So, are they? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, 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 you know, you know they've just come up. They haven't got the resources that we've got at the moment. And it's the sort of team that we could easily fall foul of in the past. But after what I saw at the weekend, you know, I really do expect us... Because what I loved about... Sorry, I know we're going forward. What I loved about the first 20 minutes... We fought. Mm. We battled. We stopped. Yeah. We rolled yeah. our feet up. Our feet up. Our sleeves up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, we really worked hard. And if we got that same sort of mentality at Villa, because we got to win the battle first before we can start using our flair to win the war. And um, 
So that's what I'm hoping. I want to see. You're right. It's exactly what we did against Norwich, isn't it? Yeah, we won we the battle first, and then the and then first. and then we then we opened up. Yeah. Once they st- and then they got tired, they realised they can't batter us down, and then our flair took over. If we can do that against Villa, you know, really roll up our sleeves and win the battle, the first 20 minutes, stay in the game, fight for everything. In the answer, play like you did uh, at Norwich for the first 20 minutes, which was rolling up his sleeves, and then slowly but surely, Haller gets the one one opportunity. Boom! Yeah. Get in. And we're away. I've got two notes of caution, really. I yeah. absolutely agree with everything you said, really. But, but um, uh, two notes of caution. Number one is, uh, I think, looking back at, uh, just briefly on the, uh, the Norwich result, um, the disappointing thing about that is it wasn't four or five. Yeah, it should have been. And yeah. we needed to be more ruthless yep. in front of goal. We had a number of clear-cut opportunities that we, that we didn't take. Mm. And um, that would be my first note of caution. That are we still, you know, I still wonder if we're clinical enough, ruthless mm. enough. Mm. And then the second thing is that last season, if you, if, if, if you look back, there were times when I, I thought, right, we've cracked it now. I think we beat Man United at home. We went to Brighton. Yeah. I thought, right. And the, the stank the place out in the first half mm. against yeah. Brighton and, and, and played catch up in the second half and couldn't get back. Yeah. And that happened several times yeah. that, that you just when you expect your. And so that, and that can only be down to complacency. Yeah. They, seen, so I, I really hope the players are not looking at the next four games, yeah. which is Villa. Man United at home. Let's face it, I'm expecting to win that. Yeah. I, 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 um, I don't fear anyone. Um, no, 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 don't fear anyone. And then yeah. Uh, yeah, Bournemouth, right. always tricky place for yeah, us to go. One, uh, Palace, well, um, you know, we've got a good record recently against Palace. So, um, you know, you're looking at those, those four games, there's, there's points there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. But I hope the players aren't looking at it and thinking, right, you know, we're, yeah, we're, so, we're, they've got to work. We've, that, that, that has been West Ham for the last half dozen years. Amount of times since we beat Chelsea, went to Watford, and I went to Watford with some Watford fans, and we got slaughtered because we come out and, and Noble, uh, who I like, was one of the chief um, um, people who was doing this, slaughtering around, pinging pl- passes, and it's, we were losing the ball, getting attacking, okay, don't ping it around. We, and you could see, well, for me, I read the mentality, we got this, don't worry. Yeah. It's only Watford. And then we didn't win. Uh, Igalo, it was a couple of years ago, Igalo came, bam, bam. Destroyed us. Yeah, and that was, it, was, it was all over. They've got to take this seriously because the, the, it's an evening game on a Monday night. The last time Villa played at, uh, at home was a couple of Fridays ago against Everton, who were very good, and they, and they played them off the park 2-0. I think that an, an evening game at a newly promoted Villa Park, I think we've got to be very, very careful. Yes. Right, I need to ask for uh, score predictions. And, of course, remember, you can... Add your own score prediction on the um, Stop Hammer Time League on matchpint.co.uk. Uh, Chris, I'm going to start with you. What do you reckon? Well, I reckon 1-0 down in the first half. Equaliser, extra time in the first half. We'll win 2-3-1. Love it. Three, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two, two or three, one. I need to. Three, one. Three, one. We've got three, one. X. Okay. Um, I'm getting some Akabusi infusion <laughs> rubbing off. And I, think, I think I'm going to say two, one as well. I think it's a sim- my narrative is similar to Chris's. I think it'll be one, nil, one, all, two, one, West Ham. Okay, Jim. Now, this is very unlike me, but I, I, it's your vibes, mate. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just think that complacency isn't going to kick in. Aston Villa nil, West Ham four. Oh, hello. Oi, oi. Wow. Oh, what's up with you? Another brace for Haller. See, I was, was going to be a bit more... I, I can't now. I, I can't now. I can't, it's got to be a full house. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go... 3-2 West Ham. Ooh, okay. I think it's a goal-scoring game. Monday night, after an international break. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to wrap up now. A huge thank you to Jim Grant, as ever, Cheerio. to XWHU employee, and to Chris Akabusi. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at westhampodcast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.